With the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. With the 30th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select T.J. Watt, linebacker, Wisconsin. With the 67th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Alvin Kamara, running back, Tennessee. What up, Snapback fam? Welcome to the NFLPA's Snapback Sports Pod. We partnered with them, which is super awesome. We sat down and talked to a hook'em, yes, Texas Longhorn legend, Malcolm Roach, defensive tackle, big man up front. Little known fact is that he was actually a skill position player. Then he was a linebacker. He's moved all around, so he's so fresh and raw at the DT position. I'm super excited to see what he can do in the league. We talked all things Hook'em. We talked, is Texas back, obviously, and we talked about his future in the NFL. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Let's get it. Super excited to welcome Malcolm Roach, University of Texas at Austin. Hook'em horns. There we go. First Longhorn ever on the podcast. Malcolm, honored to have you, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. No problem. Well, let's technically this is the second Longhorn. You're throwing shade at our boy Joe. Well, that's true. We do have a friend, Joe Schwartz, who played for the basketball team. But we're talking like oh, yeah. I know Joe. I know Joe. Yeah, of course you know Joe. <laughs> Everyone knows Joe Schwartz. <laughs> but we're talking NFL level Longhorn. So, Malcolm, let's just kick it off with the question everyone's been waiting for. Are we back? Oh uh, well. I think we're headed in the right direction, you know, this year. Uh, it wasn't what we wanted to be at, but I think every year we're headed in the right direction because uh, Herman's doing a great job. And, you know, he is buying into the culture uh, each and uh, more and more every year. So um, the work we're putting in, the work those guys put in, I know they're putting in, uh, it's going to show on the field. And, uh, you know, that's up for you guys to answer that question. Yeah, well, the obvious answer. Do you want me to answer it? <laughs> no, Abe's not going to get the answer. I'm going to answer it. It's yes. You're, like you said, we are moving in the right direction, which is the important part. And honestly, without injuries, we probably would have had a much better season. You look at, you know, one of our first games. We probably played, I don't know why I'm saying we, I didn't play. You probably played LSU the best <laughs> out of every team, honestly, in the entire country. Better than Clemson gave them in the national championship. Auburn gave them a tough run, but we had them on the ropes. We really did. So I think injuries aside, we are moving in the right direction. Yeah, um, injuries really took a uh, toll on our season, especially my secondary. So, but, uh, you know, a lot of those freshmen got great uh, playing time and things like that. So, you know, moving on uh, for the future, I think they're going to be pretty good. True. All right, cool. So fast forward through uh, the college experience into the NFLPA's Collegiate Bowl. So you got a chance to go to the Collegiate Bowl. And uh, from what we've heard, it was a great experience. You you know, you learn a lot. You get to play in a fun game. What was the Collegiate Bowl like for you? Uh, it, it was a great experience. You know, it was, it was nothing like I thought it would be uh, – you know me, I thought I was just going up there, you know, um, going to be in Cali, you know, go to practice, then, you know, able to enjoy myself. But, you know, it was, it was uh, you were busy, but you, know, you were good busy, you know, learning from, you know, guys that's in the NFL, I was in the NFL, you know, learning from people in the PA, um, what you're able to do as a rookie, what you're able to do, like how the PA has your back and things like that. But 
also learning about things like life after football, um, having guys like um, the uh, guy that runs the show All American, or who the show All American is based off of. I gotta mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, yeah, uh, he was able to come back and talk to us and things like that. So uh, it was it was very it was very big and it was a great experience and you know got to meet with a lot of teams and just showcase your talent for the teams and was there. Was there any point during the whole NFL, I mean, the collegiate bowl process where you were like maybe a little starstruck at someone that was talking to you or just like, wow, I can't believe that I'm getting advice from, from so-and-so? Um, I have to say um, when I was sitting down in the meeting rooms and, uh, you know, you're sitting down in the meeting rooms with actual NFL coaches and you're going through a meeting like NFL goes through and, you just sit there like, okay, this is getting real now, you know. These coaches <laughs> really talking to me and you know, and they just not it's just they just not sugarcoating things. They really keeping it real with you, like you're actually on the team for them because, you know, going to the game, we had the mindset in the game and it was a real game week leading up to the game. Mm-hmm. So um that's when I was kinda of frustrated, just sitting in the meetings and, you know, uh the coaches uh really coaching us up and you know, not just out there doing it for a paycheck, but actually, you know, going out there being competitive, trying to win. Yeah, I feel like that's like a very underrated part of the whole like trying to get to the league part. Is like, yeah, you meet with these teams, and teams are people are phrasing it like, yeah, he met with so and so, bro. That's a job interview. Like, it's not just like a casual <laughs> dap up, have some lunch. Like, it's a legitimate job interview. Um, so you said you met with a whole bunch of teams, and you met with all the head coaches specifically, or most of them. Uh, yeah, I met with uh, most of the head coaches. Uh, I met with a lot of uh, scouts and a lot of, uh, you know, people at uh, that was like uh, position coaches and D-line coaches, defensive coordinator, things like that. Um, and, you know, really did the same thing in the combine also. Right. So I have a question about a few coaches. Let's start off. <laughs> let's start off with uh, Mr. Bill Belichick. What's he like? Uh, you know, um, I really don't know what he's like. You know, everybody has their own stigma of him, but I just know he's a winner. And, um, you know, and they say they uh, have a, a, a good culture over there at New England, and you know, it show it uh, pays off because you you know they win championships right. almost every year. Soon, like so, what about what about uh, Andy Reid? Did you get the chance to meet him? No, nah, I never got a chance to meet Andy Reid. Uh, I feel like never meeting him would be like meeting Santa Claus. uh malcolm so then like you said you went to the combine and can i just mention to everyone listening malcolm was moving i didn't know you had speed like that 484 i just was watching the clip like you sleep yeah a big man moving like that you don't watch texas football i do i've i've never seen him with the opportunity to just pull out sprint for four yards where's that speed come from mal Oh, uh, well, all my life I've been pretty fast, you know. Uh, I have an older brother, and he played cornerback. All my friends played, like, skill positions and things like that. So, you know, when we were young playing in the street, I was always bigger than those guys. So I had to catch them and things like that. So uh, it was just um, it was just a natural talent I had to be fast, I have to say, because, you know, I've been around fast for all my life. So, you know, going out there and running um, – I knew I was going to run a fast time because uh, I've been doing it all my life and uh, I wasn't shocked by it. <laughs> so, so you're 
you're very dependent on your speed of some sort, but obviously you play on the D line. You have to get to the quarterback in more ways than one. What do you take more enjoyment out of running through an offensive lineman and putting him on his ass or making him miss and maybe doing a swim move and just leaving him in the dust and using your speed to get to the quarterback? Uh, I had to say, um, you know, going through offensive linemen just because uh, I, feel, I feel like anybody's able to go out there and, you know, finesse the uh, offensive lineman and, you know, win like that. But uh, it takes, like, true willpower to, you know, dominate them on that play. And uh, so I get more thrill. I'm just running through an offensive lineman. Just putting them on their ass. I love that. <laughs> so let me ask you about the combine. So – was there any experience that was like, we see all those rumors, all those crazy stories, and I know they prep you for stuff like that, the wild questions you might get asked. Did you actually get asked anything that was hilarious like that? Um, you know, I never really got wild questions where I was like, oh my God, they really asked me that, but... Um, <laughs> I never really got asked any questions. Most of the questions they asked me were, you know, about things that, uh, like things that I did when I was younger, things I did when I was uh, first in college, things like that. But um, never really got any of those wild questions, you know, the questions that go viral, things like that. So yeah. I had a pretty good experience with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good sign. And then you took the Wonderlick test, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we how did that go? Yeah, how did that go? I don't know. I didn't even get results of the one of the tests, but it was like my third time taking it, so I think I did pretty good. It's it's funny you say that because we've done how many episodes we've done of this a draft lot. series? Yeah, like, like twelve. A bunch of draft series episodes, and we obviously ask you all about the wonder because we're going to give you the snapback wonder. Like, but everyone says they don't really find out their score ever. That's like mind boggling to me. Yeah, uh, like after I took the test, that was the, just before. Uh, you know, we got on the on the phone and uh, you guys mentioned it. That was my first time hearing about the Wonder League since I took the test. Like, <laughs> so uh, I I really don't know what I made on it. Well, lucky for you, we will give you your score back. But our score isn't just like a standard number. It's more about since our our test is a lot more accurate. We feel than the NFL. So we, based off your answers to these questions, are able to determine how your NFL career is going to go whether you will be in and out of the league in two years, if you'll get a shrine in Canton, uh, we'll pretty much be able to determine that in the next 10 minutes. So if you're ready to go, we're ready to test. Yeah, I'm ready when you guys are ready. All right, let's All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Question number one, a little bit math, a little bit pop culture. So there's the Kardashian family. There's the Jenner family. Obviously, they're very famous. They all have a bunch of daughters not including the mother, so just the girls. If you were to date each of the daughters for six months at a time, how long would it take you to finish dating every single one of them? Um, okay, so it's Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie. So that's oh, four of them. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh and, is it four of them? Courtney... Kim, Chloe, Kylie. Hey, that's the form, huh? <laughs> All right, we'll let you finish. We'll let you finish. Man, I don't know. Uh, okay, so if I date them six months at a time? Yeah, four of them. Uh, what did it take, 24 months? Yeah. 
Two right. years. You you left out Kendall. Kendall Jenner, isn't she? Yeah, like Kendall, uh, Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. You left out Kendall, so Kendall. it'll be two and a half years, but she, you're on the she, right track. She, she's so low-key, bro. Like, she's the most low-key one in half. Is she low-key? Like, she, you know, you hear about Kylie. Cause, yeah. Because she's with Travis and, you know, Kim and Chloe, you know. Right. They dated a lot of celebrities, but Kendall, like, she's the most, I think what she did, dated Ben Simmons, I think. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, Kendall, yeah. Ben, yeah. <laughs> All right, fair yeah, enough. So, yeah. You you showed good knowledge of uh, the, the Kardashian family, so that's impressive. Um, all right, yeah, next question. Next question. Is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Ooh. And remember, this is this is big for your NFL career. This is what we we make sure that this is going to impact your career. Unlike the NFL's wonderland, I had to say it's a fruitable. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. No, we're giving you credit for that. That's the first time we've gotten that answer. Because here's the thing: everyone thinks it's a vegetable, which would make sense, but it's actually a fruit, which is bullshit. Because an avocado is not a fruit. Like technically, by Merriam-Webster definition, it could be a fruit. But let's just not play games. It's a fruitable. <laughs> okay, that's, that or makes everyone else who came on the pod wrong, wrong. now. Because that's the correct answer. Wow, we're gonna have to go edit their question, edit okay. their scores. All right, yeah. hey, that's 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 the UP education. That is that. What hap- What starts here <laughs> changes the world. That's what they say. All right, let's keep it rolling. If you had a dollar for every country in the world, how many Big Mac burgers, not the meal, could you purchase? Oh, my God. Every country in the world? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to just go out on a limb because I don't even know how many countries in the world. Yeah. Uh, how much a Big Mac cost? Well, that's, you tell you me. You got to tell You don't eat McDonald's. <laughs> Man, I haven't had a Big Mac in forever, but I do eat McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, man, I had to say like uh, I'd be able to get a million, million, a million Big Macs. I don't know. Okay, (laughs) the correct answer is fifty. But fifty. Honestly, I I wish I could get a million Big Macs. Man, I'm worried, y'all. All All right, so million fifty, couple pesos here and there. All right, next question: What's heavier, a thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feathers? Uh, they're the same. There we go. There we go. You're not trick. You're not tricking a UT boy with that question. Yeah, give me a few. Give me a few questions. Yeah, these are about (laughs) to get. These are about to get mental. All right, this one actually we had to throw in a football question. Not really a football question, but what's longer, an NFL football or a five dollar footlong? Ooh, a five dollar footlong. There we go. Five dollar footlong, twelve inches. Obviously, NFL football, eleven inches. So well done there. All right, let's let's get them, Ed. Some months have thirty-one days, other months have thirty days. How many months have twenty-eight days? February, Black History Month. <laughs> Correct, but also with <laughs> also with twenty-eight days, there's January, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. <laughs> All the months of twenty-eight days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get that, see, get that UT education see, out of see, here. See, that's the thing is Malcolm's he's quick off the ball, but when it comes to you know the snapback, I gotta wonder, have like, a counter. I gotta have a counter. <laughs> All right, next question. Next question. You're running a race, and you pass the guy in third place. What place are you now in? 
I'm running the race and I passed the guy at third place. I'm in third place now. Okay. All right. Well done. Well done. Here Abe. we go. In my opinion, the hardest question. Actually, Abe, this is what I want to say. I don't know if this is the hardest question. I actually think the next question, the last question is the hardest. That's the one people have. Well, the good got. thing is he has to answer to both That's of them. True. So anyway, so there's a little bit of a spelling test. So you got ninth place, 10th place, 12th place. I forgot 11th, 11th place. Um, spell the word 12th. 12th? Yeah. Yeah, no one. I didn't know how to spell it. Abe didn't know how to spell it. That's why we had to test everyone if they had any clue how to spell it. My mom actually, uh, which like surprises me. Shout out mom. 12. There's. That's what it should be. I agree. But there's a stupid F in there. It's T-W-E-L-F-T-H. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't, I can't even remember I ever had to spell the word 12. I know. I know. It shouldn't be a word. It shouldn't be a word. Yeah, it's because everyone writes 1-2-T-H. So yeah. no one's ever it. But that will be locker room gold for you. You can get all your teammates on that. All right. Hardest question, in my yeah. opinion. Last question. A monkey, a squirrel, and a giraffe are racing to the top of a coconut tree. Who will get the banana first? A monkey, a squirrel, and a giraffe. They to the top of a coconut tree. Who will get to the banana first? Yes. Yeah. Well, they race into a coconut tree. Okay. So, what a banana has to do with it? <laughs> there we go. There we go. That was the most logic talked out. Like nobody else has really repeated the question back to us. They're just like a giraffe. Like, nah, dude, you got to use talk yourself through that one. Good for you. You because I, I want I wanted I wanted to go giraffe, and I was like giraffe to talk so he get the first, and I was like, hold on. Coconut tree, <laughs> banana. <laughs> it's the details that matter. It's the yeah, little that's stuff. That's that UT education, Abe. See, it came, it came clutch in the end. So based off your test results, we have you as a five-time Pro Bowler, two-team All-Pro. And any improvement you want to make for yourself, uh, if that doesn't satisfy you, is going to come on you. So we, we started you off right, but we'll, uh, we'll see where your career can max out at. <laughs> yeah. Hope I have a long one, man. Yeah. Definitely. So, Malcolm, outside of football, uh, what do you like to do? Uh, me personally, um, uh, you know, since the uh, since the pandemic hit, I've been reading a lot. Uh, been reading, uh, play a lot of two K. Uh, what else? I don't know. Well, well, <laughs> you probably would because you probably would because I'm a I'm a uh, I'm like a part player a my career player you know what I mean so uh, yeah that, that's uh, that's the fun part of the game yeah so a uh, lot of 2k um you know what else I had to say um I love uh you know you know making people laugh things like that uh being around my family well um, I like that I, I mean you've made us yeah. laugh yeah <laughs> but, um you know, I just try to put a smile on the face at least once a day, man. <laughs> Love to hear that. So going back to the football field, is there anyone – wait, first off, did you grow up a fan of any specific team? Uh, Yeah, uh, when I was younger, I grew up a Saints fan. Okay. Grew up a Saints fan. So was there any player um, growing up that you tried to model your game after or always – like maybe that played on the D line that you were just like, damn, like I see my I see myself in him. 
Well, in high school and things like that, I played uh, like running back and linebacker. You know, I was recruited as an athlete. So in high school, I always wanted to be like, uh, what's his name? I always wanted to be like when I was running the ball. I wanted to be like Lindell White, you know, the guy that plays uh, the USC. Yeah, I was watching that game the other night. Yeah, because he was like, you know, he's so big and you know was able to run over everybody. So I wanted to be like Lindell White on defense. I wanted to be like uh, Ray Lewis, but like the older I got, and uh, you know, started noticing I wasn't going to be able to play running back all my life and <laughs> things like that because I got too big. <laughs> uh, I started wanting to be like. Um, you know, Cam Jordan, guys like that. Mm. Uh, guys, I feel like, you know, I'm out of my game after. So, guys like Cam Jordan, Jan Reed, those type of guys. So, I feel like there might be a goal line set in your future. What do you think? Like, on offense, on the offensive side of the ball, I feel like there might be a goal line set for you. Oh, yeah, it should be. Uh, <laughs> you just know how many times I talked to Coach Herman about that in practice, I think. <laughs> He wouldn't give it to you? He wouldn't give it to you? He would not give it to me. We actually were supposed to run a play in the spring game. We were supposed to run a play in the spring game, and um, we never got to the goal line in the spring game, so we couldn't run the play, man. Damn. Yeah, so that's messed up. That's messed And you were captain? All right, so in the NFL, when you do get in the end zone, what's the celebration look like? I don't know. Um... What do you because, mean? You gotta you know. know. The, uh, you gotta know when you're there. You gotta make people laugh. You got, you know. Well, my celebrations it usually just go off like it usually just go off my uh, my emotion, like how, kind of, and um, you know, D line room at text, We always say, man, whatever we get in the end zone, I just know we get throughout the game because we go celebrate that hard. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, do you have? I a- don't know what I, you know. Did you in college have a specific uh, celebration if you if you got a sack? Um, not really, just a specific one. Uh, I just always like to get the crowd hype. You know, me, yeah. I was the guy that fed off the energy of the crowd. Right. Uh, so just you know, just going crazy out on the field, seeing one of my teammates there probably go go crazy with me, crawling right. on the ground, things like that. You know. <laughs> uh, Make the crowd say, oh, my God, look at him. <laughs> I can <laughs> tell. I, I mean, I know, but it's it's very easy to tell just from listening to the way you talk. You're a team first guy. You're a family guy. You're a funny guy. Like, what's your favorite part about being what's in What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with me? Uh, man, I don't know, man. Uh, Good answer. I don't know. You're checking all the boxes. <laughs> What about what about uh, in the locker room? Like, what's your uh, what do you guys do when you're just chilling? Are you the one cracking uh, jokes always? Uh, no, I'm not the one always cracking jokes. That'd be uh, Chris Brown in our locker room. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown, uh, guys like Chris Boyd. Uh, he was there. Guys like Gary Johnson. Those are guys that you could just sit down and listen listen to them talk all day. <laughs> and I I'll be the guy that you know pick like they'll say a funny joke. And then I'd pitch in something to take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Like, so just feed mm-hmm. off their energy. That was, like, my role in the locker room. But, uh, you know, in our locker room, uh, it had, we became a real big Fortnite team after we got the new um, after we got the new locker room put in and we got a big old TV put in there. And, you know, um, it seemed like everybody on the team had just been in the locker room and, you know, they have Fortnite on it. You know, you lose past the sticks, you win, keep going, things like that. So, 
it became a big, a big, a big Fortnite team, and uh, the coaches didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. All right. So before we hang up, just so we can play a little uh, Austin game, what's your favorite place to eat when you're back in at school? I'm gonna go next. Oh man, favorite place to eat back at school. Uh, they had a place I loved going to. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been there, but it was like uh. And uh, like around the Cedar Park area, uh, it was called Wild Magnolia. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a, a Cajun spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good people. The people there from uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. So you know, it made me feel at home when I went there. Yep. So it was just a great place. I'm gonna go eat there. Abe, what about you? So, Abe, so Malcolm, just to give you context, Abe and I are best friends. Grew up together, and we hate each other out of love, but. Uh, I mean, you know how best friends are, but the one time he yeah. ever gave me a compliment was when he came to visit Texas and he said the food, bro, the food was so fire. <laughs> Everything I ate in Austin. Oh, granted, I went to Penn state and a, a great meal at Penn state is Chipotle and it still right. tastes like shit, okay. Okay. but um, yeah, there's no food at Penn state. Yeah, but yeah. I went to Austin and I swear to God, every meal I ate was better than the next. I got off the plane within an hour of landing I had Torchy's Tacos in front of me. <laughs> okay, Torchy, that's a good spot. Good spot. We hit Black's Barbecue. We hit Max's for brunch. We ordered in some. What was the croissant bacon, egg, and cheese that we yeah, ordered in? That was, it's not even a famous spot. It was just like around the corner. Oh, it was fire. <laughs> Abe, four years later, still remembers every restaurant we ate in a specific weekend in the middle <laughs> of, of November. It's incredible. Unbelievable. I, I don't know what my favorite spot is. I came back for the LSU game. We hit some good spots. Um, I mean, Black's Barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue the is definitely special. But there's also low-key spots that the kids know about yeah it's a lot of um it's a lot of like hole in the wall spots yeah uh, food yeah, you gotta, you gotta find your hidden gems you know yeah, you gotta you know you gotta find the things like that uh you know a lot of our go-to spots was uh this ice cream truck called cold cookies mm, I, I, know, I, I, cold. I no i've never even heard yeah. of it. right there it's right there in west campus um we go to cold cookie like you know after games or you know after like sunday practice and you know, just going to enjoy like a little cookie shake, things like that. So a um, lot of hole in the wall spots that you got to find out there. So wait, you guys would get like obviously a meal plan, like an unlimited meal plan for like the Oh my God, stuff. Dude, Abe, Joe took me to the their dining hall once. It's actually like name a food. They have it. It's in. But like what I, my question was like, can a guy like Malcolm or Joe who has a meal plan of some sort go to like a downtown Austin like place and use it or they have to use actual. No, no, they can only eat it. Uh, no, nah, you can't, you can't do that. You only can use fine. it in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I had a buddy, I had a buddy, my friend bacon on the football team and like I would drive him to class and we would go to like at the student center and like at our student center, they had Chick-fil-A and he could just swipe unlimited Chick-fil-A. And I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, dude, I drive you to class every day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I wish we had that. Uh, yeah. But we, we we had a uh, we had a place called uh, Cypress that was in the dorms. And I say in the dorms, you go to Cypress and you know you have unlimited swipes on Cypress. And, um, it's basically like a uh, like a little food mart. You know, you get nachos, salads, uh, pizza, things like that. So that was pretty clutch. All right, Malcolm. We won't we won't tell this or show this part to the scouts. But uh, do you have a favorite place on Sixth Street? My favorite place on Sixth. Um, yeah, my two go to places are uh, 
Rio, uh, um, New York, yeah. New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Solid spots. We were actually yeah, talking about that in my, my trip. I couldn't, I couldn't really tell you the places on 6th Street that I went to, so <laughs> I'm going to leave that out. <laughs> what, 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 what you got were like a, a Wissix or what? Uh, I mean, our first few years of college, I'm not condoning, you know, any anything here, but we would be on East, and then when we grew up a little, we we hit the spots on West. I, all of six is legendary. You know how that is. Thank you guys for listening to that Malcolm Roach conversation. Malcolm, hook him, my dude, and best of luck to you in the league. Make sure to stay tuned for more Snapback Sports Pod interviews with our top NFL draft prospects. Snapback fam, catch you later.